And we're back. This is the Jufin with the Geek League Grind at the PAX 10 booths at PAX West. I'm here with Ross Trabilski of D20 Studios, and we're talking about Summoner's Fate. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Are you having a good show so far? It's been an amazing show so far. So tell me a little bit about Summoner's Fate. Summoner's Fate is a turn-based tactics and deck-building game where you get to command your favorite fantasy heroes in novel ways. I'm talking things like hurling a squirrel at an orc, and then getting to decide if you want to play a card to transform into the superhuman Hulk squirrel, send it in as a suicide squirrel bomb, or breed into an army of ankle-biter rodents to overrun the enemy forces. So what made you want to do this type of game? So I grew up playing a lot of tabletop board games, Dungeon Dragons, uh, Hero Quest, uh, card games like Magic the Gathering, and uh, tactics games like uh, Warhammer Tabletop with my buddies. And we love playing these things, um, and as we got older and tried to get together for our game nights, it became harder and harder with full-time jobs and fighting over rules and such. And so we wanted to find a way to bring about the awesome moments that we remember playing these games growing up and bring them to a format where it would be accessible and easy to play um, anytime you want to play. So with the deck building style, it does have a lot of feel of games like you know Slay the Spire, Monster Train. Were these inspirations? Um, I'm familiar with Slay the Spire, I haven't actually played it, um, but uh, we've been actually um, doing the tactics card thing since uh, 2006 when we designed the original board game, so well before Slay the Spire. And we wanted to bring the card element into it, um, more, more inspired by, I'd say, Magic the Gathering parts. Um, when we added the deck builder to the single player, our goal was to make it so that you had a way to onboard players to the experience of crafting a deck. Because one of the um, difficulties of learning a game like Magic the Gathering, if you're not familiar with the cards, is you're not introduced, you don't have familiarity with the different types. So we wanted to have a way to continue adding cards um, to the player in a way that they could um, learn them piecemeal as they're going on their adventure to kind of understand how the strategies work. So how long is that single player experience? What is the goal time period for playing this game? So the single player experience is three hours. It's divided into chapters where each chapter is a unique world and you go through um, a portal after defeating one of the bosses in the world. And your goal is to fulfill the cosmic prophecy. Um, and in do so doing you're to understand and give meaning to the uh, world, um, understand the ex existentialism of eternity that's um, within the cosmic realm with the, the cosmic tortoise. So what about replayability? How replayable is this game? Do, can you build out different paths? Yes, so every adventure is a unique playthrough. All the worlds are procedurally generated. We've got 20 different summoners, all with very diverse abilities, over 400 cards. And so within that playground the sandbox, you've got tons of different ways you can be creative to win. So I mentioned Hurling Squirrels Orc is just one of them. We've got time-traveling rats that have the ability to send characters into the future, rewind turns, archmages that can mind control characters and take over the enemy forces, um, fire-breathing dragons, uh, pyromancers that can rain meteor showers down enemies. I mean, there's all kinds of ways to win. So this, this seems like a very infinitely replayable game then, with 20 different summoners, probably different ways to build out each one of them. Absolutely. You mentioned, when you said the single-player version, that implies a multiplayer. Yeah, absolutely, there is. So we have a full um, multiplayer. It's uh, real-time, turn-based, and asynchronous PvP. And you get to take the decks you've uh, created uh, along your single-player adventures, construct them, and modify them as you see fit, and battle against your friends. How much randomness is thrown into that multiplayer build? The, the only randomization that happens in multiplayer is the shuffling of the cards and the selection of the map you start on. 
Excellent. And I noticed there were also a lot of environmental elements. Is that something that you wanted to be a large part of the game? And is that something you also wanted to be a large part of the multiplayer experience? Absolutely, yeah. The environment was uh, one of the key things about the game is we wanted to make the, the battlefields meaningful. And so we do that by having ways to interact with the environment. You have cards that can transform the, the trees into treant monsters that can fight for you. You've got traps that you can use uh, spells like the gravity to push enemies into. You've got uh, the ability to lay obstacles on the board, um, plant traps of your own as surprises so that when people walk over them, they trigger and throw bombs or trap them in a bear trap, things like that. Um, so yeah, very important to it. It sounds extremely robust. How long have you been working on this? Five years now. Five years, and how close do you feel like you are to being completed? Very close. We are um, in uh, pre-release now on our website, so we've got our full alpha build available that has access to the single-player and the multiplayer adventures. We've got our Steam page up now with our demo available there, and we're targeting our, our release for uh, next year, 2022. Well, we're excited for this game to come out. So, Summoner's Fate, there is a demo on Steam that you can play right now, and the full game's supposed to come out 2022. We're going to hold you to that. All right, sounds good. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much, yeah. All right, I appreciate that. Thank you.